everyone, and welcome to Marymount Movie Roundup. I'm Andrew Foley. And I'm Nick Jones. To kick off today, we're going to talk about some of the news in Hollywood, which was the Golden Globes, which premiered a couple of Sundays ago. The first big award show of the annual award season, uh, the Golden Globes. So we can kind of get an idea of what to expect for the, some of the bigger shows like the Oscars, which I understand will be later in uh, April. So the, some of the Golden Globe winners, Best Picture, uh, no, Bad, no Bad Land, one for Best Drama. I have not seen that one yet. I don't know about you, Nick. Uh, it's understand it's on Hulu, though, so it's definitely on my watch list for that. Uh, and then Borat 2 won Best Comedy, which I have seen, Nick. I don't know. I've seen some bits and pieces of Borat 2. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was uh, better than the first one, in my opinion, which might be a hot take. Uh, best Actors, uh, Chadwick Boseman won a posthumous Golden Globe and is expected to win pretty much every award show for uh, his performance in Ma Remy's Black Bottom, which premiered on Netflix a month ago, and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat 2, which I also think is deserved. Uh, best Actress, Andre Day for The United States vs. Billie Holiday, and uh, Rosamund Pike for uh, I Care A Lot. I don't, I've never, haven't heard of either of those movies, but they got enough. Yeah, I mean, I have not seen either of those movies either. Um, I can say, surprisingly this year, there were not any big snubs. Everyone who won was kind of expected. Uh, the actresses and actress, best, kind of surprising, but nothing too out of the ordinary. Yeah, definitely. And I think this might be a bit difficult to tell for the Oscars as the Golden Globes split up between drama and comedy. But uh, I think this might be a good predictor of what to expect. All right, so now with that, the uh, news all covered, I'm going to hand it over to Nick Jones to catch us up on the movie of the week. Now, Nick, what are we talking about this week? Well, this week we have a classic. Well, the movie's not a classic, but the old TV show is. That is Tom and Jerry. Yes. The old TV show turned into a movie that released very recently. We watched it. We're going to tell you how we feel. So the movie starts. Jerry is looking for a place to live in New York. He finds this hotel, very nice five-star hotel, and it happens to be the place where they're going to be hosting the wedding for the cutest couple in America. Now, the main character, the main human, Kayla, has a job there. And once the, once the hotel finds out about Jerry, they give Kayla the job of getting rid of the mouse problem. Absolutely. Now, Kayla cannot do this by herself. She is not a trained mouse hunter, but you know who is? Tom the cat. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite Tom. Mm-hmm. Now, Kayla hires Tom. Tom wears this cool little hat. Shows that name he works it, and a name tag. Yep, yeah, that's crazy. Now, Kayla's boss does not agree. Should we give a spoiler alert? I think we should give a spoiler alert. If you have not seen Tom and Jerry, or you're concerned about getting this amazing movie spoiled for you, I would not uh, continue listening. Yes, go make watch sure it. It's on right Max here. Right now, spoilers will be theaters. happening right after I start talking. Yes. Okay. Terrence, played by Michael Pena, who is one of my favorite actors. He's great. He is amazing. He is Kayla's boss and does not agree with Tom's hiring. Now. Because Tom and Jerry are so enemies, they cause a bunch of commotion in the hotel. Yeah, so uh, the movie was directed by Tim Story. And then uh, the main characters are played by Chloe Grace Moretz, plays Kayla. Michael Pena, as I mentioned, plays Terrence. And then Colin Jost is in this movie. He is the the husband of the cutest couple in America. Definitely. Um, I have to say, I I don't like Colin Jost. I'm... Nick has mentioned this to me before. He's not a big Colin Jost fan. Yeah, I, I don't like Colin Jost. So I was I was you know, I was not very happy that he was in this movie going in. Um I will say this the scriptwriters did not give him any favors, but um, you know, he just wasn't he wasn't good. So Nick, I mean do you just want to give like, your general thoughts on the movie and then I'll I'll give you my uh, take on it. Yeah. Sounds sounds good. I thought um there were there were some okay jokes. Uh they were kind of predictable. Um don't want to give any spoilers, but you know, You'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell what's what's going to happen. 
Um, the music choices were really good. I loved the Tribe Called Quest at the beginning. That was a great opener. Uh, the pigeons were like one of my favorite moments. So yeah, there's a there's a series of uh, three talking pigeons throughout the movie who um, appeal and kind of like recap what's happening and give you some commentary and uh, jokes and sing some songs to transition yeah. scenes. Uh, as far as what my thoughts on the movie were, um, I can't say I expected much. It's it's a Tom and Jerry uh, kids movie. Uh, I thought the most interesting choice was for me that every animal animal in the movie is animated. Um, yeah, as far as as far as the humor goes, it's it's kids humor, you know, poopy humor. Uh, Tom Tom does some Fortnite dances at, at a point. I can't say that was the best part of the movie. Uh, I believe I laughed once, or we might consider it like a, a formal chuckle, you know, to give credit. But yeah, it, probably not the funniest movie I've ever seen. Uh, probably not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was, it was a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to say, the opening scene where Tom was blind was one of my mm-hmm. favorite, because I, lo- I watched a lot of Tom and Jerry as a kid, so when Jerry was, like, hiding his hands like this, and then he, he punched him in the face... That's a classic reference. Classic. There's so many They've, classics. I mean, yeah. They did they did pretty well with the references to old Tom and Jerry in the beginning. And once the movie went on, they kind of shied away from that, which I was you know, I was a little disappointed in, but, you know, they have to get new new movie plots. Yeah, as far as all the slapstick between Tom and Jerry goes, it was, that was handled pretty well, you know. Yeah. There's some, there's some fun animation stuff there that goes on, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, the biggest downside, I think, is all the wedding stuff. None of that is... President, any Tom and Jerry adaptation? Don't no. know why there is anything between these two random people and uh, Kayla, the girl. Not really sure where any of that came from. So, Nick, I don't, do you have a, a score out of ten you want to give the movie? Uh, I would give it a, a five point eight. Five point eight. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to say a three and a half out of ten. I, I, I'm not saying my expectations were high, but I cannot say this movie uh, delivered in any meaningful sense. Yeah. See. My take is there's a target audience for a Tom and Jerry movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not that target audience. No, I'm not. It's a kid's movie. They they delivered a kid's movie. Yeah, so if, if any listeners to this podcast, if you have a child you need to entertain for um, an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes, and you have HBO Max, maybe put on this movie. And uh, yeah, if you're not in that target demographic, watch something else. Please watch something else. All right. Nick, uh, no, any, any more comments? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, Colin Jost. Please stop. Uh, Yeah, that's all I have to say. That's Tom and Jerry. That's the news of the week. That is the Miramont Movie Roundup. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Can I kick it? Can I kick it?